Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Hello, my friends, my brethren. Uh, welcome back. I am your host, Brandon. And as always, we are down to the mess, my friends. I don't know about any of you guys out there, but I have been having an interesting week. <laughs> I have not been my strongest, um, my most confident, my most alluring, the most elusive of chanteuse. I have not been that. And you know what? That's okay. I'm just letting you know out there if you're having a moment where you just need to shed a tear or scream into a pillow or make fun of celebrities to make yourself feel better. We're all on the same page. <laughs> when I become a celebrity, I will welcome the roasting of myself as well. I welcome it. If you see me in some ugly pants, you know, you can say it. Honestly, before I'm a celebrity, you can share that if you want. I mean, it's not going to bother me. Particular, but I think it's fair. I have been loving all of the tussling and the hustling and the chit chat and all of my new friends out there in the podcast world. I can't wait to be with all of you here on the podcast. I can't wait to be with all of you on yours. I hope you guys have been enjoying our Bravo related stuff. But you know, we had to get back to the nitty gritty, back to the basics. Okay? And listen, I see you. I hear you. We are going to start doing some true crime documentary. We're going to start doing some stuff. Okay? I'm going to start giving the rundown on that. Life has just hit me quite hard. And, you know, just because of life and grief and life, sometimes you just have to regroup. So before I add anything else to the thing, you know, let's get this stuff. So we're, we're rolling, okay? Let's just get started with the what is this, honey? What is this? First thing on the on the topic list, there has been so much mysterious chatter about Jamie Foxx and his state of health, and it's really starting to piss me off, you guys, because you know what? You'll look on Entertainment Tonight, and within the same day, they'll have posted that Jamie Foxx is starting a new TV show, and then they'll post that he's doing rehab in a, a a facility in Chicago. And so I'm just like, I don't know what to say, you guys. I don't know what to say. I hope everything's going great. They did release a statement saying that Jamie Foxx is gearing up to get back to work amid his recovery from an unspecified health crisis. The actor's next project has been announced. Jamie Foxx will co-host Foxx's upcoming music competition series. We are family alongside his daughter, Corinne Foxx. The network announced it on Monday, and the show is set to debut in 2024. You guys, before I actually ever participated in any of this television stuff, I always wondered, like, what takes them so long? Why is the show that's filming now gonna not going to come out until next year? And wow, have I learned a lot. Y'all, there's a lot of footage that has to be edited, right? There's a lot of storyline that got to be presented. And when you're working with people who aren't actors, even when you're working with people who are actors... Uh, 
sometimes it takes a while to get to that goal. Anyway, I I wish all the best for him. This is this has been reported from Entertainment Tonight. Entertainment Tonight also reported that Jamie Foxx was um his his daughter Corinne and some other loved ones were seen at a facility in Chicago where he's been doing some rehabilitation. Rehab is better than the hospital. Okay? I'm not gonna lie, I will take it. I will say I will take it. I will take Jamie Foxx rehabilitating that body, that mind, that soul, that voice. I will take him doing all those things at that place. Yes, it is a road to, I want him to take his time. I want y'all to leave him alone. Here is what I would love. Nobody say anything about Jamie Foxx again until he says something. Okay, we will let him do his sit down interview with Oprah. She will deliver the goods. And we will accept them. Until then, leave it be, y'all. Leave it be. I am happy to hear that he's at least, you know, in the process of thinking about, you know, returning to work. I don't want that to be something that we pressure people into. This man has a, a catalog of hundreds of projects that we can all roll back on the streaming services and look back. We, we can just let him have a moment. We can also all let ourselves have a moment. Speaking of mental health. You know, I don't feel like in our culture here as Americans, I don't know. There are a few people. I don't know who exactly they are, but I love you. And I mean, I, I love you and I need you who are listening from all around the world, actually, because I got the analytics. OK, um, I just feel like here for us in our culture, we really don't acknowledge, especially with the heteronormative male presence in the whole, you know, Thing of the things, you know, there's not a lot of mental health and time to to think to process your feelings and to speak to one about someone about your feelings. You know, I go to therapy regularly, and I still have my moments in my days. And um, my therapist is traveling right now, so I cannot get her on speed dial. <laughs> my spoiled ass. I'm like, oh my god, I need to be able to call her whenever I want, and I honestly could. I just um. I have respect for boundaries. Somebody who doesn't have respect for boundaries and has me scratching my head and saying, what is this, honey? Who is representing Megan Good? Who is her publicist? Not her, not her agency representation. Who does her public relations? Okay. I want to speak to the person who's doing her public relations and I want to have a chat with them because I think I might be better suited for the job. Now, let me tell y'all something. I am down for the culture. I'm down for helping a brother out. Let's lift each other up. But we got to get all the facts. I don't know if you guys have heard, but reportedly, Megan Good is dating Jonathan Majors. <sighs> Jonathan Majors is extremely talented, okay? I get it. We love his work. We love what he could represent for the culture and in the world at large. I mean, just fabulous actor. There's too much shit going on right now. <laughs> it's too much shit going on right now. And I, my antenna are up about Jonathan Majors because a few years ago I was doing a project and I was like literally about to have an orgasm on the floor talking about Jonathan Majors in Lovecraft Country. And someone was like, ooh, girl. Well, I had went to college with him. You know he... And all I'm going to say is this, this, this abuse allegations, which honestly, in this specific moment, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's not true. There's a lot of, there's a lot of proof he got that he's, that he's 
you know, providing. And I honestly, if it's an, if it's not true, I hope that he can absolutely clear his name and get that out of the way. But because the stuff the stuff that I've heard about him has nothing to do with that. <laughs> All I know is this: I feel like there's a, a chaotic way that certain people live. I don't know Jonathan Majors as a human being. But when you start to hear about just beep, 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 beep. This isn't just like, oh, my God, he's an asshole. Like, he's rude. No, 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 no. This is like, you've you been up to something. <laughs> and um, I think that chaos follows you. And it doesn't manifest itself exactly in the way that it's being portrayed. But it can follow you, right? And it can manifest in other ways. Because I honestly don't know if... Um, Jonathan Majors has been whooping people ass. I really don't know that, especially because this latest allegation, it's like kind of looking like, oh, he really didn't do that to her. So um, let's just keep y'all, y'all keeping me y'all's prayers. We're not going to send him, you know, to the depths of despair right now. But I want Megan Good to get away from him. This is not a good look. Okay. She needs to be like Halle Bailey and you need to drop the dead weight. You don't acquire dead weight. You don't do that. And here's the thing, if he didn't been giving you that good pipe, okay, he'd been laying it down on you real quick, why do you have to tell people about it right now? And and even without the abuse stuff, like, he was just dating this girl a month ago. So what has occurred in the meantime? Because we haven't seen y'all together. Not that you can't be friends that you haven't been seen with out in the, the press. But I want to get like Halle Bailey, I want, her, I want you to dump your boyfriend. Yes, reportedly, Halle Bailey and DDG, the rapper, has split. Mm. That's all I really got to say about that. Megan needs to get her a new publicist and stop telling people all your business. Keep it to yourself, girl. It's not a good look. Okay? I also just feel like, what? Hallie's so young. I knew that wasn't going to last just because it's like, well, that's not the last man she's ever going to be with. <laughs> not in this life. Maybe the Prince of Monaco. Okay? Maybe Prince Harry's cousin from around the way, Lord of where, where and what not. Maybe that, but not DDG. No, 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 no. Of all the rappers, my darling. And that's no shade to him. It's just there's apples and there's oranges, darling. Or let's just say there's apples and there's pizzas. There's like there's <laughs> there's healthy food and there's junk food. And like Hallie, we don't need to be. And the only reason I say that is because he he he's like seems like one of those guys who just like says things on Twitter so that people can get mad, like so that it can cause a reaction. Not times blueface, not like to the not to the power of blueface, but um, you know, he just seems kind of like that, which is why their sister, the sister that no one knew about, Chloe, Hallie, and so and so, was cussing him out on Twitter and letting him have it. We're gonna pray for all of them. <laughs> Y'all are gonna pray for them. I don't know if I am. <laughs> I'm gonna wish them for I'm gonna wish them the best. I'm gonna wish them all the best because they deserve it. Good grief. Good grief it is. There's just a lot going on. And the reason why this is our mental health <laughs> episode of what is this, honey, is because somehow seeing these celebrities and these people live in such chaotic worlds makes me feel a bit better about my own circumstances. <laughs> It makes me feel just a bit better about myself and how I treat myself and how I treat others. Because you got to treat people right. 
I've been calling myself out about this this whole week. I'm like, listen, just because you're telling the truth doesn't mean you have to. <laughs> you can keep it to thine self, sweet sweets. Um, which is the last thing that anyone at the Kelly Clarkson show wants to do right now. They don't want to keep anything to themselves. They want to tell the press. They want to let you know. So I'm going to let y'all know. For the last few weeks, if you haven't seen it on your own, there has been lots of chit and chatter. There was not an expose to say, but there was um, information revealed unto the public by people who work at the Kelly Clarkson show about the conditions of the job about their way they're treated and how they're disrespected and how their time mm, has been used and abused. Now, Kelly, now, Kelly, now, Kelly, are you becoming Ellen DeGeneres Jr.? Are you EJ? Kelly, don't do it, Kelly, because the people have said that you can be kind of rude, too. That's what they have said. Now, the people have also said that everyone underneath the sun has been rude. But, you know, why did I see these headlines and like wasn't surprised? I could have brought this up like a week ago or two weeks ago, and I just never did because I was like, well, I mean, I guess. Doesn't sound surprising. <laughs> Do you know what's interesting about this is like our American, this is our American USA episode. It's very much our culture to make a workplace hostile on purpose, right? And to exasperate intentionally because that means that you really got the job done. If you, if you aren't exhausted and your knuckles bleeding and rent, you know, drag it out, then it's not, you're not really getting the job done. That is a frame of mind. I used to be a part of that frame of mind too, because the, that was the only kind of workplace that I could be in at that point. But when you, when you work with people who have a different way of operating, you realize that it is possible. Now, People have different styles of leadership. You can be an authoritarian leader. You can be a laissez-faire leader, right? So I, I definitely think that there is a certain level of thick skin that you have to have. Now, this is coming from somebody who did professional theater, regional theater, okay? Off Broadway. <laughs> Cleaning up after yourself. So I understand that I have a certain level of Stockholm Syndrome when it comes to workplace employers. But I do think there's something to be said about, you know, is this one of those things where these people are getting cussed out every day and, treat, and not able to, to take a day off? It's that kind of stuff. It's not like Kelly's not really nice to me because I don't need you to be nice to me at work. We don't have to be friends, honey, because I'm going to get paid regardless. Understand that. Now, typically, I don't have that issue because I am literally a sweetie pie. I'm an angel and a delight to work with. So I don't have to deal with that. But. I understand that some people don't want to kiki with you. Some people don't want to be your friend. They want to come to work, collect their coins, and go home to their family because they got 50 11 kids to take care of and a husband and a wife and a partner and a polycule and all of the, these people that depend on them and need them emotionally. They, you're not the source. They're not the source for you, rather. They're not your source. And sometimes I can see how that could happen when you have a celebrity who's you're working with. Now, to be very clear, Kelly Clarkson has not herself been accused of any kind of shenanigans, unlike Ellen. <laughs> now, they said Ellen was really cussing people out. They said Ellen DeGeneres was like, you stupid bitch, allegedly. I have no idea. I'm just exaggerating that because I'm an actress, okay? No, they really did say that Ellen was in there cussing them out and making them feel small and all this shit. Like, you know, that's what powerful 
it's just so interesting too because it's like isn't that what powerful men do why do we need to do that we know that don't work all the time we know that that honestly doesn't work most of the time (laughs) so let's not let's empower each other let's give each other love and so if you're working over there to the kelly clarkson show and you're one of those old nasty mean rue producers one of those old scary ass showrunners one of those old mean and surly ass people take an edible you know go down to one of the beautiful Thai bathhouses that Leah McSweeney showed us about in Real Housewives of New York and relax okay I know you got a couple dollars go out have a drink and not at the Regency Hotel okay go to Williamsburg and shake it Shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. Maybe you should buy some tickets to the freaking Eras Tour, for God's sake. Figure it out. Let's spread love, people. This is why people are having mental breakdowns. This is why we need to advocate for mental health, because y'all are making people crazy out here. And I don't appreciate it. You know, right on theme, and, and honestly warming my heart and making me feel quite empathetic, Things that make me, that really like blow my mind about celebrity when I think about these people who are completely gorgeous and rich and they've been working and, you know, it seems like the world is their oyster. Yes. We know that they go through a bunch of shit because, well, we cover it on our podcast. Megan Fox was speaking in an interview and she says that, um, she says, I have body dysmorphia. I don't ever see myself really the way that other people see me. She says, there's never a point in my life where I have loved my body. Never, ever. She goes on to talk about her self-worth. She goes on to talk about the interviews that she was going through after she became pregnant for a third time and was approaching her 30th birthday. And people are asking her, well, what are you going to do next? Because, you know, you've always been hot, but you're 30 now. And while it may be hard for a lot of you to believe that, (laughs) Megan Fox could ever have body dysmorphia. I do. I take it right on the, 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 I, I'll take it all as truth because we're all different and we all suffer through different things. And a lot of our, a lot of things that people view as your strength, you don't see at all in yourself. You know, whether it's a physical attribute, whether it's something that you offer as a friend, whether it's something that you offer in the form of your work or the service that you do in life. A lot of times we don't see ourselves the way other people see us. And a a lot of the struggle as people is we want to get people to see us the way we see ourselves. But a lot of the struggle as people is that we have to look in the mirror and we have to accept ourselves for who we are in order to be able to see that greatness and to be able to see the things that make us special. And I, I deal with that. Oh, my goodness. And people are often surprised by that because they're like, oh my God, you're so confident. And it's like, yes, I am, but I cannot be that all the time. Sometimes I'm very triggered. Do not mean. And just like even watching yourself do ADR and you're like, oh, this is what um, people are going to see when this comes out. Like this is the final part of the editing stage. Like that's what my teeth look like on camera. You know, and obviously I can get new teeth. I actually have an appointment next week to see about that. Um, 
But I just the I I I can understand why these people go through these moments and we get the Kylie Jenner's of it all with the lips and the like this and the that and the whatever, whatever, whatever. Because even Megan Fox, I'm like, why would you get your lips done? Why would you do any of this to yourself? You're so perfect. And it's like, well, she doesn't see herself that way. And, you know, that's interesting. You never know what someone's dealing with, right? You never know what someone's dealing with. Just because they're driving a fancy car because they've got a hot wife. Yeah, I'm talking about my, I'm talking about my man. <laughs> you guys know that my man's name is Will Smith, right? He's the white Will Smith. And this thing lately that I've been doing when we are meeting new people is people be like, oh, what's your, oh, Will Smith, really? Oh, my God. And who's this? Oh, I'm Jada. You can call me Jada Pinkett, though. I don't need a Smith. The people love it or they're absolutely horrified. They're like, oh, interesting. Two men. And I'm like, sweetie, I'm, I'm not a man. I'm not a woman. I'm Beyonce. I used to tell people that all the time. I'm like, I'm not a man. I'm not a woman. I'm your wildest dream. Because for a while I was using that quote from Rent that Angel Dumont-Tunard would say, the role that has eluded me my whole fucking life, because I'm not Latina. Um, so I'm I'm fine about it. But she says, I'm I'm more of a woman than you'll ever get, and more no, I'm more of a man than you'll ever be, and more of a woman than you'll ever get. I used to say that to motherfucking people. Because they have, oh, why are you talk like that? Why are you talk like a girl? Why you act like a girl? Why your mama ugly, bitch? <laughs> oh my God. I was talking to my mom and my sister on the phone this week. We were talking to her for Mother's Day. I was kind of like reading my sister because it was my sister's year to do the gift. Honestly, because I was just like in such a state I couldn't be bothered. But we were talking about just a lot of things that I can't repeat here because honey, my mama and sister and I, now that's a, that's a Patreon project. Y'all have, y'all have to pay for that. But we were talking about some hating ass heifer. And I was like, well, maybe that's because my mama don't look like a bag of bricks. <laughs> my mom was like, Oh, just stop. Just stop it. Fran, stop. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen my mom go to my personal Instagram, Brandon LaShawn Curry. And she's my most recent post. Yeah, no, she's freaking hot tamale, honey. So I always use her as my, you know, she's my first Beyonce. Anyway, we're just lifting everybody up, okay? We're not trying to tear people down. We're understanding. We're trying to have more patience. We're trying to understand. Except when it comes to Halle Bailey dumping DDG. No, you can do that. Leave him behind. And also another thing that we need to leave behind. Oh, my God. Listen, the celebrities do, I feel like, in my opinion, the celebrities do enough, like, photo opportunities, cameos, OnlyFans, all of this stuff. I really don't think that we need to be chasing them down in a car for two hours. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, and Meghan Markle's mother were involved in what they are describing a near catastrophic car chase involving paparazzi photographers according to a spokesperson we're told the trio did not go to the hospital that they're doing okay um Reuters and sky news have been saying that you know harry and Meghan markle went to an award ceremony where Meghan markle received a woman of vision award and they was just trying to leave in peace and two hours later they finally dodged the paps and i find it quite ironical because, my darling, 
Isn't that how Princess Diana was killed? Listen, this is a message over there to the to the the royal family. Cut the shit, okay? We're onto your shit. There was no black Twitter back then, but it's black Twitter now, okay? And you need to leave Meghan Markle alone. Back the fuck up off it. Y'all gonna get mad when we get the green berets and the Black Panthers back together to be people's securities. Let me tell you something. When I get my coins together, honey, when I get my coins together, I'm having Black Panthers as my security. Period. Because I've had enough. I've had enough of the bullshit. Leave these people alone, okay? Y'all didn't want them over there in the UK, so y'all want to, like, terrorize them here. Now watch people be like, it was TMZ who was chasing them, idiot. Okay, fine, we'll screw them too. They can receive some damn pounds over there from the british family <laughs> to chase these people off the road it's too close at least do something different damn y'all gonna try to take them out the same way y'all took diana out yes i'm a conspiracy theorist and i believe they took her out because she wouldn't kiss the fucking ring why is it so hard to believe that in the year of our lord 20, 2023 that we don't give a fuck about the the, the royal family why is that so hard for people to swallow? Like, we don't care. They didn't give my great-great-grandfather a plot of land and some fucking cows. I don't have to pledge allegiance to them. Because that's the source of all of my family wealth. <laughs> that's y'all. I don't have to do that. And it's a lot of people out there who, who, who are from these cultures and who benefit from that who are like, this is so lame. Can we stop? Can we stop? funneling all of our money into celebrating this when we could be feeding people and they feed more people than we do. Cause we don't do that over here. <laughs> people are like, I pay my taxes. I don't got to do any of this shit. And then they find every way to not pay their taxes. <laughs> Good grief. Prayers are up for me. Y'all say it. Let's say a little prayer right now in the name of the Lord. Let the angels come around Harry and Megan and her mama and those babies. And just cover them right now. No weapon formed against them shall prosper because they are the real royal family. Okay, the royal family of California. <laughs> Leave those people alone. It's so bloody techy. Don't you know how desperate? It's just desperate. It's desperado, darling. It's absolutely desperado. And I think that the state of that whole, the, the whole like concept of like the, the colonies, <laughs> not the colonies, um, the whole concept of like British colonialism, I think is just quaking right now. Every, every day you see something, you know, about how these places that they had colonized are going for their independence and they don't want to be a part. They don't want to pledge allegiance to the sovereign, you know, and God damn it. Right. Rightfully so. Because here's my tea. After all of these years, a lot of these British islands and a lot of these places should be a lot more developed. And the people who live there after all these years should have a lot more to show for it. Or did y'all just come over there so y'all can have a place to vacation? It's okay to say that. Then people are dead now. But because y'all still going over there to St. Bart's and stuff like that and, and whatever it is. <laughs> would that make you feel a bit guilty? Oh, I'm sure it would. Mm-hmm. That's why I'll be mad. But it's okay. Stay mad. <laughs> the good old internet. Where the books lack, the internet gave us access to. We don't have to go down there to the library. I remember when I was in, oh God, was it like middle school? It was maybe middle school when I started taking the gifted classes and the 
things where you really needed to just like go on the internet and I didn't have a computer. My mom would take me to the library, honey. She'd be like, listen, this can be, listen, I'm going to give you like two hours. See what you can do. See what you can do. And honestly, I appreciate it because she gave me the freedom to do my work in my own time. And I got to live my life outside of school as like my life doing like fun kid things. And the library was the place to do the homework and all the things. Now, is that to say that me and North Carolina public school had to do little more than memorize? No, it's not to say. We're going we're gonna to admit that. But that memorizing allowed me to go to college where I actually learned a few things. Okay, I, I actually learned a few things there. And it's good to be multifaceted, right, darling? I am really glad that I went to a school where there was more than just the singing and the dancing. Um, that's one of the things that I really, really am glad for. And sometimes I re regret like, oh, maybe I should have like moved to New York right out of high school or something. But I'm like, no, you know what? What God has for me. <laughs> it is, if you know, you, if you know, you know, for me. That's what they were saying that DDG was on the rap, <laughs> the E list, an E list rapper. Rude, honey. I didn't say it. So don't send those people over here for me. I don't care about the boy. I wish him all the best, but I want Hallie. I want Hallie Bailey to be like Sade, except not trapped and afeared of her husband. I want her to have like a royal husband or like some fabulous, like little nerdy boy who's very sweet and like, you know, like Karen Hugo's husband, like, like Ray, somebody sweet, you know, something like that. <laughs> somebody who works, you know, Someone who's executive producer at HGTV or something, the Food Network. Oh my God, speaking of the Food Network, Selena Gomez has a new job, you guys. I suppose she's been feeling better. You know, Selena Gomez has lupus, you guys. It's like really tough. And the girls be coming for her about like who <laughs> she's friends with and who she's not. I'm like, you guys, relax. <laughs> The multi-hyphenate star is working on two projects for the cooking channel, The Food Network. Announced on Wednesday, the first show will be a celebration-focused series just in time for the holidays, which will launch later this year, 2023. And the second show will debut in 2024, and will have her meeting up with some of the best chefs in the country in a quest to cook their most popular dishes when she visits their kitchens. Which, like, that's my vibe. I don't know if you guys, listen, somewhere in the world, Jessica Litt is... She's having a kiki and a cackle. Very few people in this world love HGTV. I'm going to say HGTV like me. Okay? I love it. I think it's fantastic. I think it's fabulous. I'm super into it. And so these, these similar networks, you know, Food Network, the Cooking Channel, you know, Wee TV, LOL. Not me putting Wee TV in <laughs> the Magnolia Network, okay? Discovery. Not always can I transition over to the food ones because here's the thing about me and watching a food TV show. I need to eat while I'm watching it. So if there's a marathon for four hours, then, okay, so am I going to get the Tagliatelle? Okay, no, I, I don't want to watch this. Because all I have right here to eat is some popcorn and some hot tamales. That's going to be gone in about 45 seconds, the whole box. So I don't even know what to do with that. 
But this is cute. I think this is also the blend between like lifestyle and food because you've got the celebrity and then you've got the celebrity chefs and then it's like their home. So that's what I'm into. The second show is what I'm into. I'm going to let you guys know what I think of it. It will be uh, several months before I let you know because the show isn't premiering until 2024. <laughs> but I'm happy for Selena Gomez. I love her. I don't know. What do you guys think? Because there's been all this drama. There's been the drama with the Hailey Bieber of it all. Have you heard that Hailey Bieber is like really single white female? Like basically, I mean, do we think that she's like a hobgoblin like witch who put a spell on Selena Gomez and had her cast away from the mansion so that she could take her man and her life? I mean, listen, there was all these videos of Hailey Bieber as like a fan, like trying to meet Justin Bieber. Y'all. What? <laughs> Are you kidding? I mean, I guess I'm a fan of my man. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't I didn't become a fan of his until after we met because I didn't know what he was doing then. He's also not Justin Bieber. So touche. But um, Haley Bieber was Haley Baldwin before she was Haley Bieber. She comes from a very famous family. She's not the kind of like normal gal. You know what I mean? Like she she's in that same world. I imagine when they had the teen mixer in Hollywood, she'd be invited. Why are you at a meet and greet? Getting a photo with your husband. Mm -hmm. If you didn't know, I'm Team Selena. <laughs> I am Team Selena. Um, justice for Selena. She's been hanging out with that uh, Nicola Peltz Beckham. Mm. Y'all, I'm a diamond girly. I'm somewhat of a connoisseur at this point. <laughs> Shout out to my mother-in-law who bequeathed me some family jewels when she found out that I was going to be sticking around. Y'all, I'm everyone's favorite daughter-in-law. <laughs> Literally. Like, I slay in the mother-in-law department. Anyway. And I have two. Because my, my dear William has a mother and a stepmother. And, um... The stepmother has five daughters and no sons, so it's like I am the I'm the perp anyway. So I I she really got me into it because she is um my fiance's mother is like a she really is so so fancy, and she her husband gave her a diamond ring like for every anniversary that they ever had. They were married for like thirty five years, so she has like <laughs> a vault. Um, and she bequeathed us a few. Um, and honestly, I feel like they're like good luck and. They give us love and they, you know, are a blessing to us. But they that was really like what sparked my interest in the diamonds and like the Elizabeth Taylor of it all. And, you know, the mining process, which I don't really love that much and how, you know, gemstones, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I got engaged, obviously, and, you know, he did a really great job. But um, that Nicola Peltz Beckham, any. He proposed to her and then about six months later, I want to say, or like when they got married, he was, she was like, no, 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 this is the ring that I want. Go to her Instagram. You guys, she wears a glacier and that's my energy. I love it. I love it. Say what you will. Dagnabbit. I will be that old lady. I will be the Elizabeth Taylor who, who's like, Oh, I had to have my 35 carat diamond ring turned into a necklace because it was so heavy. My wrist was broken. That's me. Just get into it. It's fine, you guys. It's literally, it's fine. 
You don't need to worry about it. Um, we need to promote this. And like, I'm also like a proponent of like the, the like hood rich jewelry. I just can't pull that off because that's not me. Um, like I'm not going to come out with a Cuban link. I'm not going to do that. I will have a beautiful gemstone necklace. I will wear beautiful diamonds. I will wear eternity bands. I wear East West gems. Crossing my fingers for that for my wedding day, honey. If you're listening, East West pear shaped diamond loop. Um, anyway, we're just the moral of the story is we're Team Selena, we're Team Them. I actually have a dear friend. Shout out to Gerald Caesar. You guys should go follow him on Instagram. He's going to be with Selena on the new season of Only Murders in the Building. We know we need some black representation up in that show, so go give him some L-O-V-E love. He says scrumptious and cute. And um, we just wanted to pop in, you guys. I just wanted to give you some some mother, some one-on-one mother time, okay? I wanted to just bond with you and give you the attention that you deserve with just me. Because we're going to have a lot of guests. We're going to have a lot of collabs. Okay? We have so many friends. What is this Honey Podcast has so many friends. We're going to get them all in here. We're going to start to to invite you guys into some more of my business that's coming up. Some premieres and things and such. And maybe I'll do some video content to put it together with. I don't freaking know. All you need to know is that you're going to have two episodes per week. And I'm so happy that you got to come in and join me for this episode this week. You can find me on Instagram at what is this honey podcast. You can see the coolest memes at Bravo Barbies where my lovely bestie Jessica lit and I are making you laugh and chuckle all day long. Jess has come out of her meme moratorium she is back at it making the girls chuckle don't forget to leave me a five-star rating okay you can leave me a review a review and please follow right you don't want to miss an episode they're going to auto-populate right into your feed so just go ahead and follow you know help me get to my 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 status okay because y'all know this all it's all it's all helps me to Continue making the podcast fabulous and more fabulous. You know, the more that you guys really plug in and follow, the more we'll get to get some more high profile collabs. We'll get to see some more exciting and lovely things. And um, I'm just so grateful that we've, you guys, we've been here for a month. This is one month of what is this, honey? How exciting. Thanks for coming along for the ride. You guys are the OGs. You're early adopters. (laughs) When this is like happening on Broadway and like they're producing and I have to get my makeup done beforehand, you guys will be like the ones who are sitting in the front three rows because you're like, wait, 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 wait a second. Honey, what is this? I'm not waiting in the back. What does that look like? I'm not Martell. Anyway, I love you guys. And that's our episode. See ya.